0: God will take great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love. And I love this, Eric. He will rejoice over you with singing.
1: Welcome to the Attain Your Purpose podcast with Rick Dolezal and Eric Metz. In this kickoff episode, we want to discuss the starting point of what it takes to discover and live out your purpose. So what is this starting point? The starting point is having an accurate concept of God. So to flesh this out more and why our concept of God is so important, I'm going to kick it over to Rick to start things off.
0: Hey Eric, it is good to be in the studio again with you today. Uh, We're going to start off on an area that uh, is a tough area for, I know a lot of us, it is tough for me, and that's Mm -hmm. something that I do that I'm embarrassed that I do, that I'm trying not to do, that I would like it if my life did not incorporate this, and that's judging people. I judge people more than I would ever care to admit that I do. Uh, you know some judging people is good. You have to assess a situation around you and and see that it's safe or not safe. but what I'm talking about is when it goes too far when you cast a negative opinion because of some of your uh, your previous thoughts about that person and and what's bad about that is you tend to limit people or not that not not develop things like you think they would because you're judging people. so it, it really is a, is a negative thing. So you're going to talk about a little in in a couple of seconds. Here is our concept of God, and and I would believe that people may not have a correct concept of God, and we're going to talk about that today. Uh, people are right in some aspects, some some other aspects they may not be right on it. So we're going to talk about that, and then how we can make that better today.
1: One of the foundational things that that kind of sparked this concept or idea of our concept of God is this quote by A. W. Tozer. It's really powerful. He says, what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. And then he goes on to say, we tend by a secret law of the soul to move towards that mental image of God. And I think that's such an important foundational element or belief and understanding because it's like what we think about really shapes who we are and what we do. And so, Rick, what do you have more to say about that?
0: Yeah, it certainly does. And Eric, getting ready for this podcast, I asked some of my neighbors, told them we, we, we were doing this, and I said, okay, let me ask you, what is your concept of God? And I get some interesting answers. One of, one of my neighbors said, well, you know what? I've really never given that any thought. I've never really spent any time thinking about that. Another friend of mine said, well, I think he's far away. Uh, another person I know said, well, I, I can't even hope to understand him. And you know, it's interesting, we believe in a God that is bigger than what we can understand, but we can understand some things about him and his character and, and uh, his mercy and his love and his kindness and his compassion. Uh, and then you get the typical answers, and I looked up some web surveys on this. They said, he's our supreme judge. He's all-powerful. He's uh, all-knowing. So uh, those were some of the comments uh, I got back, Eric, with regard to uh, uh, people's concept of God.
1: Yeah, so so that's what other people think. But how about you share a little bit more about like your concept? Like, what do you think, Rick, uh, is about God? Well, let's go
0: right to the end, uh, Eric. I used to travel a lot when I was working, and uh, one of the things I would get from the airline uh, helper that was uh, adjusting my tickets or getting my tickets, they would always say, "What's your final destination?" And I always had fun saying, "Well, heaven." You know, but I'd like to go to Chicago today, uh, and always (laughs) would get a chuckle from the person behind the uh, the the desk. But let's go there. Let let's let's go that moment. It's it's going to happen to all of us. That moment where we stop breathing and we enter into heaven and God's presence, and it's going to happen to us. And it'll be so cool because we'll we'll realize, oh my gosh, this stuff is all true. All this Christianity um, things that we've been praying about, trying to live and measure up to. Is true. Oh my gosh. And I can just imagine that you'll see God and Jesus from a distance, let's say, and you approach them, and I'll say, God, it's, it's, it's Rick. And he'll go, he'll look at me with those incredible loving eyes that I just don't, can't understand on this earth, that I, I will truly understand up in heaven. And he'll say, Oh my gosh, I loved you. I, I made you. I had so much fun watching yeah. you, Rick. Um, and, and I'll feel so supported and so loved. And he'll say, it was so neat seeing you develop on earth. I put this specific thing in you and it was neat watching you develop it. And I was with you and I'll ask him a question. God, were you there then? Yep. I was there. And he'll look at me with those, again, loving eyes. So there's this concept that will finally truly understand the magnitude of God's love and how much he does love us. And, and that'll just just be amazing to us. In, in heaven, we'll learn that uh, he knows us. You know, there's, there's nothing we can say to him where he'll go, what? I didn't know that. Uh, he knows everything about us. So we can approach him with anything we have because he already knows everything we, we are about. Uh, he made us. He's so proud of us. He loves us. He's our number one supporter, he delights in us, what a neat word, and he's just our personal cheerleader, so uh, uh, pretty cool to to experience that. And you have to ask yourself, if that's going to be that way in heaven, why can't we
1: bring that into earth? Why
0: why can't we bring that into the Mm, the, the existence we have now
1: down here? Why can't we bring that backwards? That's a good thought, Rick, but I want to push a little bit here. That's a very positive view and concept of God that you just described. And I'm going to believe that not everybody listening here is going to have that same concept of God and positive. Why is it so important to have that accurate concept of God? Because some people, you know, in our culture, it's like, well, you can believe what you believe and you can believe what you believe. And everybody kind of has their own thing. But why is it so important that it is true, it is accurate, and your, our concept of God is, is on point?
0: Well, sometimes, Eric, I think we make God into who we want him to be. You hear people say, "Uh, I, I don't know if I can believe in a God that does this whatever your this is. But I I think it's, as you said, very important to have an accurate concept of God. And he is all those things we mentioned. He is all powerful. He is our judge. Uh, He is all around us. And he is a righteous God. He rewards, and there is hell. Some people don't believe that. But I think it's important. And we're going to focus on more the love aspect today. But I think it's important to have that, because if we truly understood how much God loved us, we would be different people. We would radiate. We would have more peace. We would certainly feel like we have more power. Uh, to be connected to the God who created the universe is a pretty cool thing, and I think we would walk more with our shoulders uh, raised, our head high, and, and realize he loves us, and he has a plan, and it's the right plan, even though we don't always understand what that plan is, or uh, we we are questioning sometimes his plan. But we would realize he's up there, he does love us, and uh, th- the plan is his, and, and we're going to try to execute uh,
1: based on his plan. Yeah. No, that's that's a great answer. I appreciate that answer. That's good. So how do we know that our concept of God is accurate, or how do we develop our concept of God?
0: Well, the Bible says um, it's got some things to say about this. God talks through His uh, His Bible, and uh, there's some verses that uh, we've all heard before, and they are, "God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son." We all know that from John sixteen, John three sixteen, rather. Uh, there's a, a verse in Zephaniah uh, that talks about God will take great delight in you; He will quiet you with His love, and I love this, Eric, he will rejoice over you with singing. How cool that, yeah, that our God is, awesome. is singing over us. And again, there's other love verses that say that say God is love. So the reason that we have love here on this earth, and it's the subject of so many songs and so many wonderful things in our life, is love, is because God is love, and he gave that to us.
1: So let's say there's some listeners out there that, you know, just have you know, been kind of wrestling with what you've just shared, and and they either haven't thought about this, or maybe their, their concept of God was off a little bit from what you described, what would you recommend that they do? Here's an exercise, and I'd like you to try this. It goes like this.
0: When you go to bed tonight, take some time in your quietude, and it's interesting for me, I, I enjoy talking to people, that older Christians, people that have been in the faith a long time, and say, well, how do you pray? And one story I love is Mother Teresa, when she was asked by Mike Wallace from 60 Minutes, he said, Mother Teresa, when you pray to God, what do you say to Him? And she said, nothing, I listen. And he goes, oh, okay. Mother Teresa, when when you listen to God, what does He say to you? And she goes, nothing, He listens. And if you don't understand that, I can't explain it to you. So what, what I mean by that is uh, that That's there's good. a quietude. Your prayer kind of evolves from pre-written prayers that you may pray over and over and over, and I did that when I was young, to kind of, uh, I joke that it's a, an un, a non-negotiable list of demands to the Almighty, where you just list <laughs> the things you would like. Yeah. And then lastly, to this solitude where... God and you are just not saying anything you're just communing with him you're you're sitting in peace and you're trying to meditate on God well in that scenario I'd like you to ask God God when were you clapping for me today when were you delighted in me today mm, uh, and good. and I had a friend that we were talking about this, and he said, Rick, I, I tried this, but I couldn't come up with anything. There's a million reasons to stop you from doing this. Satan is out there, he's very active at night, and he stops you from doing this. We, sometimes we can't admit, well, God is delighted in me. That, that, that's a hard, kind of a braggadocious state to, statement to make, but you can make that statement because God says it about you. He wants us to feel his love and his delight and his adoration uh, of us, he, he wants to, uh, us to feel that on earth. So I would encourage you to say, God, when were you delighted in me? And even pray about it. Ask him to reveal situations to you that he was delighted with you. I'll give you some examples just so you may have those. Right now, I think we're both his children, and I have five children, and I, I enjoy that when they get together and they have a lunch and they're talking to each other, that just gives me as a father great delight when they're doing that. And I would imagine God is delighted in us when we spend time talking about Him, uh, when we think about Him, when we, when we converse about Him. I was with a bunch of men this morning doing the same thing, and, and I'm sure God was right there and delighted in our conversations, even though we may not feel that. He's delighted when we pray to Him, When we ask him, he does listen to us, which is amazing. Uh, You think of Jim Carrey and uh, the the movie Bruce Almighty, and he hears all these voices. God hears all these voices. That's amazing and really remarkable. Uh, When you study him in the Bible, when you love him and then you love his people, and that's kind of commandment number two when Jesus was asked, when you're showing kindness to other people. And Eric, you know, we always want to make these big things. We did this big thing. And no, this can be as simple as opening a door, smiling at somebody, smiling at somebody as you walk out from a a store and and they're walking into the store or or make some comment to them. So these don't have to be big things. I I think God is incredibly delighted when we love his people, even in some very small ways. So my encouragement would be to listen to God clapping for you and, and realize that he is clapping for you and try to hear him clapping for you. Again, if we had that, we would just be different people.
1: No that's great. When you when you were sharing that what came to mind is that God is love. So then he would be delighted in anything that was loving no matter how small like you mentioned opening a door, or smiling at somebody. So if he truly is love, then that's going to that's going to delight him. That's going to be pleasing to him to to do those little tiny kindnesses throughout the day that that can be an encouragement to people and our families and and anybody. So I appreciate you sharing that. That's great. You know, there may be somebody listening out there that, you know, has listened to you in, in describing your concept of God and your relationship with God and prayer. But we want to make sure that we're addressing everyone wherever they are in their spiritual journey. Because some people, obviously, like you said, they're mature Christians. Mother Teresa having a very mature prayer life, you know. And, and there could be somebody that's listening to this that has never— had any experience with God or any thought about God or hasn't really had a concept of God. And so I just want to address that real quick here that if you are listening to this and you aren't sure if you have a relationship with Jesus or not or how you can form a relationship with Jesus, it's really very simple. It's as simple as a prayer, just like Rick talked about praying, a prayer that includes something like asking Jesus to forgive you, a prayer that says, I believe in you, Jesus, and I believe that you rose from the dead. And then a choice, really, at the end of the day of, I want to choose to follow and obey you. And so when you pray that prayer and just ask him to forgive you, believe that he died for your sins and rose from the dead, and choosing to follow him and choosing to explore more of what Rick and I are talking about, he will fill you. He will be with you, and he will show up in your life in a way that is going to be powerful and impactful. And so then you can start your journey in relationship with him and, and really have and to start develop that intimacy And begin reading the word to understand more and begin talking to other believers to really cultivate that relationship. So just wanted to cover that real quick in case anybody does not really understand like how does a relationship with God begin. So I wanted to address that real quick.
0: And and bottom line, with regard to this this exercise, we've specified on on this or prescribed on this podcast uh, of spending time with God and, and hearing him clap for you. How are you gonna do that the first time? You're going to do it poorly, I think. Uh, I, I yeah. mentioned uh, my children yeah. when I was teaching them to drive a stick shift. It, they had every good intent, but how did they do that? Poorly. I, I think that as we try this, it's going to feel awkward. It's going to feel clunky. We're not going to be too good at it the, the first night, but I would ask you to push through this, and then the next day you'll be thinking about, okay, God, the day's not over. Uh, how could I delight you today? Well, maybe if I spend some time in your word before I go to bed. So basically, as you you do this, you become more proactive. If you would realize how much God loves you, and this will increase that. You can make this relationship with him better, and you can understand more about him. You never understand everything, but you can understand him better if we did this and we felt God's love for us. We would have more faith. We would have more peace. We would have more power to do his work. And you know what? We'll feel this in heaven. Why can't we feel this here on earth? So God is clapping for you. You just have to allow yourself to hear it.
1: Yeah, and and you mentioned peace and joy, and I also want to put the word out there of fulfillment. You know, our culture tries to get fed and filled in different ways, whether that's working or popularity or clothes or drugs and alcohol or whatever. They're trying to fill this God-sized need that they have in their heart. And at the end of the day, the only fulfillment that we're ever going to have is truly having that relationship with Jesus and having that connection with the God, our creator. And that's why we started off this podcast with this concept of God and this starting point. It all starts here. You can't know your purpose or live it out until you get connected with the creator. If someone invents the cup, let's say, the cup that holds water, and I look at this cup and I have no idea what it's for, I'm going to talk to the creator of the cup what do you use this for? And we think about it from our lives, like we want to know and do our purpose. We want to have fulfillment. We want to have a full and abundant life. Well, we have to talk to our Creator to understand our unique purpose to be able to have that full and abundant life, and it all starts with that relationship that we talked about. God is fascinating
0: in that every time you touch him, he's unlike things like food. Uh, you've talked about getting your fill before, and we get our fill of those things, and then we're satisfied, and then we go away for a while, and we need to be filled again. Uh, every time you touch God, you come away wanting more. It's very unique in that, that you just want to spend more time with him, even after you've spent time with him.
1: Yeah, Jesus said to the woman at the well, I will give you living water, and you'll never thirst again. And as a follower of Jesus, I will completely say that that's 100 true once that jesus came into my heart and, and started that relationship it has been like living water and it has been fulfilling and he's that source of living water that i can come to whenever i'm struggling or whatever life's handing me but that's the source and that's where it all starts so rick anything else you want to add today to our conversation before we wrap things up
0: I would ask you, and I would challenge uh, the folks out there, to really do this. Really do this. Try this this evening. And if you forget this evening, try tomorrow evening. But bottom line, you can, as we were saying before, you can make this better. You can make your relationship with him better. Uh, This is a risk thing. I'm asking you to risk and to try this. And if you've tried it and have some feedback, we'd love to find out about it. And Eric's going to tell us how you can communicate back with us.
1: Before we get to our show notes, I'm going to go over three takeaways that we can walk away with today. And then I'll go over The show notes and kind of what's all included and what you can expect from our podcast moving forward. So, the three takeaways we want you to have for today is truly to discover and live out your purpose. It all starts with an accurate concept of God. And so, developing that, cultivating that, like we've mentioned. The second takeaway we want you to understand is your concept of God impacts your words, actions, and relationships. So, to live your best life, make sure your concept of God is accurate. And then, thirdly, we want to gain an accurate a concept of God. We encourage you to read and study the Bible, pray, as Rick mentioned, for God to reveal himself to you and to speak to you. And so, those are the takeaways for today. Rick gave you that challenge that you're going to pray tonight. So, we're excited to hear anything from that. Well, that about does it for our discussion today. And we want to thank you for your time and for listening. You know, please see it on our show notes for our website and how you can connect with us on Instagram and Facebook. On our website, we're going to have a couple bios for for both Rick and I, and we've got some free resources that are eventually we're going to populate over time as we have our episodes roll out. And so be looking to our website for more information. And so also Rick has a PDF of what he shared today that I think would be pretty cool that you check out as well that will be available on the website. And our website is attainyourpurpose.com. So it's really simple, same as the podcast name. So it's easy to find and we encourage you to check it out. As we move forward, be looking for our episodes to drop the first Friday of every month. And speaking of episodes, our next episode will be sharing the common things that are a part of everyone's purpose. So that's going to be super insightful. Be looking for that to drop your next month. But we are excited to talk about what is a part of everyone's purpose. And so you don't want to miss that one. And with that, we hope you have a great day. And we'll talk to you soon.